We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. In the last segment, we talked about how we as believers can experience the fullness of joy in Christ by grasping, by holding tightly to those objective truths that are found uh, in the scriptures about Christ and about the believer. And But there's an issue here. When we seek for joy, as we all have an innate desire to do, there is the possibility that we can also pursue false joys. We can... Uh, we can do these we can search for counterfeit joys and that is a, a real and a legitimate problem uh, in the life of a believer so Jacob as we mentioned earlier Jacob is the intern here at engagemagazine.net he actually came up with this entire program so that's why we're throwing to him a lot in these two segments but Jacob what do you mean by the term counterfeit joys uh, for me I would think it starts in a legitimate place it starts with just being a normal happy person or finding legitimate joy in Christ. But if for some reason that is absent, you follow the temptation to use something else like relationships, like entertainment, or for believers, it's really tempting to use our own performance and our own spirituality as means of propping us up and making us happy. And so our mood is determined by those rather than by who we are in Christ. And I think that's the kind of the seedbed for idols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we begin pursuing these things that made us momentarily happy and because they made us happy in a moment, for a moment, well, I want to get that feeling again, mm. right? And I think that's something that all believers, we all, we really have to struggle with that. And but, I think that's almost inevitable as far as that's going to happen at some point in your Christian walk. I think the main thing is, and what I learned from listening to, to John Piper on this issue, is that the main thing is is that we're honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> because well, God knows that. He sees that. that. Yeah. Right, every yeah. one of us. But okay, so so what it's is, not wrong. We're not cond- we're not saying, hey, if you feel that way, then you're in a bad. You're not in a bad and Christian. of itself, right? Because you're going to find yourself the thing, there. How we respond to that? Yeah, is that's the key. The, that's so, the key. what is the response, Jordan? What do we do when we uh, find counterfeit joys? When we find, yeah, yeah. We're, well, not just that, but that we are pursuing counterfeit joys. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's definitely a, a cause. Should for we repentance. deny it and pretend like it's not there? <laughs> no, no, I mean, we can't. Face to face yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it's a cause for repentance. Yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. and that's that's the key. Do you guys think that? Um, I know for me, like repentance is one of those things where it's a it's a very Christian word, mm-hmm. right? It's one of those <laughs> things that you hear, and it's like, oh yeah, I know what that is, but it's really difficult to define and to describe. So what what do we mean when we use the word repentance? Well, that I mean, the way I've heard it put many, many, many times is turning from and turning towards um you're turning from sin or anything that's not god and you're turning towards god and another way i've heard it put is um changing your mind mm. um and literally changing your mind mm. um so because what we believe yeah. we love out yeah and it, and it honestly repentance is not something that you're doing to yourself it's um something that god does to you mm. um because you can't you can't change yourself he can mm. yeah so. Yeah, and I think that that even goes into the realm of joy mm-hmm. because I don't know about you guys, but there are some days where it's just like, nope, I'm not doing it today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't want to adult today. I don't mm-hmm. really want to do much. But but it's part of that <laughs> sanctification yeah. where it's God saying, it's not about you. It's about me. And when and I'll tell you this, I have found that— And, the, us, and him making us more like him. Right, yeah. right. My life has been more fulfilled and more filled with joy when it is less filled with me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got something to add, jo- Jacob? 
No, I'm just, I think it's a great thought when you said that it's a way for a Christian to say it's not about me, it's not about God, not just to themselves, but to those outside and to yourself. It's a way to preach to yourself when you say, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to have joy, and it's not going to be based on how I feel like I've performed lately, and it's not going to be based on the circumstances in my life. Yeah. And that's and when, we, when we're pursuing joy, and, and uh, there again, because we are, uh, we are fallen creatures, we have so many ditches that we can fall into, right? I mean, the pursuit of joy is a very good thing. It's a very wonderful thing. And when we look in our life and we say, I want to be joyful, I want to be as joyful as this other person that I've seen that's always smiling and always bubbly and, and all these different things. But what can tend to happen, and there's just, this is just one of the ditches that we can fall into, and it's that we begin to pursue God for the joy he has promised. Mm. And when we have done that, we make God an ends to mm. a, a means to an end instead of um, uh, the end in itself, right? A.W. Tozer, in his book, The Pursuit of God, one of the things that he talks about is how Christ is the treasure of the Christian life. Christ is the only, he is the highest treasure of the Christian life. It's not joy, mm. but when we pursue him, we obtain byproduct joy. Of, mm-hmm. Right, it's byproduct of it. Mm-hmm. So, Wesley, tell me, this, how, how can we pursue Christ and not make him a means to an end, whether in joy or in anything else in life? Mm, I've certainly thought about that mm-hmm. because I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, and again, this, is, this is one of the universal experiences of Christians. Sure, sure. I mean, it's one thing we all struggle with. I think for you have to, you have to really come back to, you know, what, you have to, salvation and the, and the fact that we're saved from eternal hell. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ did that on the cross. And if you can start there, then I believe mm. uh, from there you will have serious joy. And mm. from there you'll have a really good perspective on mm-hmm. forgiveness and, and things that take place in our culture and how we're supposed to respond. But just remembering the moment of salvation, every time I, every time I have to reset and, and go back to that spot, if I, when, I, when I begin to drift and I reset, I begin to have this new perspective like, uh, it's the least I can do type perspective. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, least that's... I can do for my wife. It's the least I can do for my family. It's the least I can do for uh, my my employees or for my job. It's the least I can do. That's kind of reset. I'm looking at a passage of scripture, Nehemiah eight uh, eight ten, and at the end of the that verse it says, and there's a there's a hymns and songs written around this verse. Do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength, mm-hmm. and that's what helps you get through the day. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We're talking about joy, and in the first segment and this segment, we have uh, Jacob Riley, an intern in here, and he's written us an outline for the program today. And we've got Jordan Shamley, who's our project director, as well as our YouTube everything, as far as editing, <laughs> filming, and everything else. And I do want to make one introduction before we carry on with the second yes, half. absolutely. We have a brand new producer. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I was waiting for her to hop in there. Cedra, thank you so much for being our new producer. You'll be hearing her voice quite often, and we're excited about that. She's written not anything. Like, I've never, no, no, she's never she written. Like, she's no, written these no, articles. I am yeah. so glad that you called her out on, on air. That's all well, I'm saying, Cedra. Well, thanks, well, Wesley. Out, You're welcome. Yeah, However, I'm she taking does, this out. She does, do a, she does do a lot behind the scenes that make Engage operate with social media and other things, as well as run mm-hmm. our program, but... Since she doesn't have any articles and I called her out on live radio, I think it's about time that 
It, well, we just voted four to yeah, four, yeah. four to nothing. This is not, I will this say is not this. live. I'm taking this out. <laughs> yeah, I will say this. Um, if you so we've been working on the 2018 Engage Annual, and if you'll look in there, you will see a picture of Cedra. Cedra has not yes. written anything for Engage, but she is in our annual magazine. She's a millennial. So, you did yeah. say you were going to get me in there. Oh, I did tell you that I was going to get you in there, guys. Let's talk about this in the last few minutes of our program because there's if you're writing your car today and you think you know what. Uh, joy is just not one of those things I'm going to have. Hmm. It's, you know, there. Are, let me just encourage you with this. There are great, great men and women of God who would not fit the modern definition of joyful. Uh, was it Charles Spurgeon that, that dealt with depression mm-hmm. for most of his life? Um, and yet he was a very joyful man, although he struggled greatly with depression. Uh, there's, was it, um, who was the lady... Uh, when me, I'm a man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, there was a lady who was serving somewhere. I can't remember where, but she fell into a hole and and basically became. Oh yeah, that was she, Amy Carmichael. Amy Carmichael? Yeah, it was Amy. Okay, yes. so yeah, she was serving and said, "Okay, God, the one thing I want to do is not be a burden mm-hmm. on somebody." Mm-hmm. That was her. Well, she fell into a hole, and well, she had to have somebody <laughs> serve her for the rest of her life, and yet yeah. she was full of joy. Um, and so, guys, I want to talk for just a few minutes to that person that's riding in the car that says, "Guys, you don't know me. You don't know my life. Joy is not for me." But it is. And I'll say this again. This is just very personal. What I have to do when I feel those days coming on where the world is weighing down, where joy just feels as far away as the sun, I dig into the Gospels. I know everybody's like, oh, read the Psalms. Hmm. The Psalms are great. But then there's also Psalms where it's like, God, kill my enemy. And I'm like, that's the Psalm I want today. (laughs) Um, But... I go back to the to to the gospels because I have found that joy mm. that that Christ the objective truths of Christ mm. are my source of joy. So what do you, what do you guys do? What what practical uh things can we implement in the life of the believer that will as as Jordan said in the last segment develop joy in our lives. Jacob, let's start with you. Well, you mentioned going back to the Gospels, and I would say that's probably the first thing is to go back to not necessarily just the Gospels themselves, but go back to the Philippians. Mm -hmm. Look at the situation of someone like Paul who was facing possibly death. He was in prison. He was trying to pastor a church that was hundreds of miles away from him that was facing internal division. And on top of all of that, like, I wonder, did he face like guilt internally? Did he wonder about his past and the persecution he had brought on Christians? Yet on top of all of that, he could rejoice in Christ in that situation because he understood who he was. That's a great, that, that's what I was going to talk about is stories and characteristics or characters, stories and characters of men of God in Scripture. And you mentioned Paul. I've got one Job thinking mm-hmm. about the life of Job. If you, the whole book of Job is great, but if you have time you know, five or ten minutes. You really need to read the first three or four chapters here. And in chapter one, after everything, uh, God allowed Satan to to take a lot of stuff from Job. I mean, almost his whole everything but his but his but his own life. And Job says this: "Naked I came into, naked I came from my mother's womb. Naked I will depart. Hmm. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised." And in all this, Job did not sin nor charge God foolishly. So, I mean, just looking at the life, of, and, and you have to read chapter one to really get the, the full weight and the, and the goosebumps from, from reading <laughs> what he said, but that um, you can see men of God in Scripture that were not perfect, but did have serious joy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one verse that I've been meditating on recently is uh, Psalm 118, uh, 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I know that's a tr- trite verse. And we use it all the time. But if you look at the context, what is the day they're talking about? Uh, verse 22 says, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Hmm. This is, was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. So the day that we're called to rejoice in and find joy in is the day the stone was built, the, the builders rejected became the chief cornerstone. Amen. Christ is on the throne. And think about what you have in that as a Christian. It's everything to us. And if you can't find joy from that, I don't know where you're going to find it. Well, as we've challenged each other this program, uh, we're challenging you that are listening to have serious joy. It's Saturday. <laughs> and it's more than Saturday, as we talked about on the program. Jesus Christ is King. And us in this room, we've given our life to him. and We've held each other accountable. And we're not perfect by any means, but we love the Lord. And we hope that you do, too. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just say this. As we have talked about, your joy, the objective reality of joy, can really only be experienced through Christ. So tomorrow, tomorrow morning, wake up early, be excited to go into the house of God, worship with fellow believers, hear the gospel taught from the Word of God. If you want joy, Christ is not a means to that, but joy is certainly a byproduct of a relationship with Him. Until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying Scripture.